Box Officer Podcast with Mel McKay and Derek Zemrak. Happy Friday, my friend. How's it going? Going great. That means another movie review. Two of them for you. One on air and one on the podcast. (laughs) Okay, so you're going to start off with a documentary about Shania Twain called Not Just a Girl airing on Netflix. Tell us all about this doc. Yeah, this is all about, obviously, uh, Shania Twain and how she became the singer, the legend that she is today. You also realize what things in her life formed her into the person she was and why she stopped singing for quite a while. So a lot in this documentary, a lot of things I didn't know about her at all. And she grew up in a very small town, modest town in Timmins, Ontario. And her family was struggling to pay bills and all this stuff. But she had this gift where she could sing. And her mother and her father loved music, especially her mother. Her mother would actually sneak her out of the house at one o'clock in the morning to go sing at local bars because <laughs> alcohol was not served. Now, when daddy found out about this, he was not very happy. She grew up in, a, in an abusive family, you know, household, and it was very difficult on her and it quite, you know, shaped her. And she felt like the only way that she can save the family is what she calls it was by her voice. Now, she started singing at three years old when her mom would actually put her on different restaurants on the counter and say sing to this jukebox and and at eight years old she started going to the bars like i said she got started getting attention at 15 years old on local tv up there in ontario and she met a country singer mary bailey who then you know took her under her wings and kind of gave her the direction that she needed now she had a lot of tragedies in her life at 22 years old her parents both died in a car accident and she was left where she felt that she needed to actually raise her three younger siblings and uh, started out by just working at a a resort hotel basically doing you know like off-broadway type plays and that's where she had to learn how to sing in high heels because before she was just doing country stuff but she really wanted to break out into that rock and she would often with her friends would do pat benatar and she was so influenced by dolly parton at, at a young age but she wanted to know like this was country music Music, I'm going further than country music. I'm going to be a crossover artist, and it doesn't matter if I'm a woman in country music at that time, I'm going to make it. And she just put all effort in, and as you know, beautiful voice, just incredible. It's a, such an interesting documentary because it just shows her as, as a person what she was so driven for. She said she never wanted to depend on other people because if you depend on other people, you lose control, and mm-hmm. she didn't want to do that. She had a direction. She said it doesn't matter. I'm I'm going for it. And that's exactly what she did. Uh, I was fortunate enough to see her one time at the uh, Super Bowl in 2003. I didn't even know she was. And she got on that stage and I'm like, holy cow, this woman is beautiful and she can sing. And wow, who is this person? Uh, Just absolutely amazing. Because at that point, she was just breaking in the crossover, you know, songs from country over to pop. And as you know, I mean, she's such a legend. And there's reasons in her life uh, that she did stop. I don't want to tell everyone all the whole story, which I probably already have most of it, but that's okay. Um, but she really wanted to, you know, 
bake it as a person, but she also stepped back for two reasons in her life. And you'll see those in the documentary and you won't be disappointed. I mean, even just one other thing, even when she was doing her, one of her first music videos, she says, I want John Derrick, the director, Bo Derrick's you know, former husband mm-hmm. uh, who's passed away. She said, I want him to direct it. And Universal Music said, he ain't going to do it. Right. There's no way you're going to get him to do it. And she says, he'll do it. And she got him to do it. And they clashed on the set, which I loved because oh. he said, I, you got to do it this way. And she goes, no, I'm not doing it this way. I'm doing it this way. And Bo Derrick's in the documentary. And, uh, you know, she was just explaining how strong of a, a woman that Shania really is and where, where she got to be, you know, a legend. You I know, can't so. wait. Yeah, I didn't know any of what you mentioned. And I'm <laughs> sure there's more to dive into in Shania oh, Twain. so much more. Not yeah. just a girl. How many slates are you going to give this documentary? I'm actually giving it three slates out of five. Nice. Um, I felt it was 88 minutes long. Um, I think it could have been a little bit shorter yeah. at some point. Well, and a lot of people, you know, hit with an abusive uh, childhood, then having to take over care of younger siblings. Uh, right. They would have been working at the grocery mart, not, you know, yeah. becoming a massive <laughs> singer. So, wow, I'm really intrigued yeah. to fall in love with Shania more than we already love her. <laughs> She's a national treasure, and we know right. it. <laughs> Absolutely. So what about this movie called The Beast? Tell us okay. all about that. Yeah, it's called the, just Beast. Beast, okay? Oh, okay. And it's uh, Adris Elba stars, you know, Ooh. great actor. I mean, you know, you you love him anyway. I do, you know, we, I don't do. Have to go, we don't have to tell the people about that. You know, you've mentioned it so much on these, these the podcast and on air. I was like, Adris Elba, Adris Elba, oh my gosh. Adris Elba, Adris Elba, Adris Elba. <laughs> well, this is about a, a father who uh, loses his, his wife. Uh, he's now obviously a widow. And uh, he takes his two kids over to uh, Savannah to discover some history about his, his wife and the family and his two daughters they go over and when they get there into the jungle uh, they actually get stalked by a beast this lion is of a lion okay now this is basically the CGI is not very good oh All right. man Do you remember Lion King when they did the live action one? You know, the CD was like, I mean, I thought it was pretty good, but how many years ago was that? And this one's worse. Well, this is what's happening. It's it's August, people. The studios don't put out very good movies in August, you know? It's like, what can we put out? Oh, what do we have on the shelf? Okay, let's put this because no one's coming to the theater. And oh, it's the pandemic, so let's put this one out even, you know? I think the acting is good. It's solid. It's just I didn't find it. You know, I mean, you know me with CGI. Yeah. Sometimes I'm, it's not believable to me, and this one was, like, not believable. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some edgy scenes in here. You know, they're being stalked. It's almost like a Jaws thing, but, uh-huh. you know, in, in uh, you know, in the car and, the you know, the, I mean, the Jeep, and they're mm. trying to you know, save themselves and this big creature's coming up and, you know, it almost feels like it's a Cujo, you know, on steroids, you know. I didn't even think it looked like a lion, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Where did this thing come from, you know? Uh, But like I said, I think the the daughters did an excellent job. I I think Adris did an excellent job. I mean, he can, you know, can basically do anything. But once again, it's, it's a poor script with a, you know, subpar, you know, CGI. (sighs) But, if you want to go and just enjoy and, you know, I always say, you know, check your brain out, you know, like they used to have coat closets. Well, check your brain in, you know, and then just sit there and enjoy it. You know, it's okay. You're going to leave there going, no, 
not bad, but I wanted more, you know? Yeah. Technology has changed, you know, and it just felt like it was something that didn't work. You know, like I said before, there is some very intense scenes, and it's like it's the end of Act Two and three get really intense, but we've seen them before. We've mm. seen this story before of an animal that's, you know, crazed or, you know, wanting to get, you know, you know, kill people, you yeah. know, and this is like a just a small group of people that they're, it's going after because you know, no one else is around, I guess, <laughs> um, you know, but it's like it's over. All right, we've been there, done that. You know, we know what's going to happen in the end, you know, most likely. Or if they really want a sequel, well, then you know what's going to really happen, you know. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And it's just one that just, you know, didn't play for me. And I'm not saying... Don't go to the theaters to see it. I think the cinematography of the area was was, was great. Um, I think that it's one that, you know, will get you, you know, grabbing your seat and, you know, spilling some of your popcorn every once in a while with a few jumps. But you know what? You could probably stream it. You know, oh, man, that's got to kill you as a movie theater <laughs> yeah. operator to say that sentence. Yeah, I know it is. But, you know, <laughs> I've kind of been, you know, saying that for a while now. But I know. I, okay, so how I mean, many slates for Beast? I'm just I'm giving it two slates out of five, okay. you know. I mean, we're just not we're not making it anymore, Mel. Yeah. I mean, it's like like you would say, we got to go back to uh, <laughs> you know maybe some retro stuff to get people in, you know. The, the, the booker of the theater he, he says, okay, I'm sending you the updated grids for uh, September and October, and he sends them to me, and I call him up and I said, Mark, I thought you were supposed to fill these out. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, that's the problem. There's nothing coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so we do we do have some very exciting news at the at the Arinda. Actually, we installed just this week uh, the world class state of the art sound system in the main auditorium. It hasn't been done since 1989 uh, when we used Meyer Sound in Berkeley. Nice. Um, you, you may not, I mean, you might know Meyer Sound and speakers, but if you've been to a concert, 99.9% of the speakers are always Meyer Sound. Uh, to give you an example, um, when um, Celine Dion opened a residency in uh, Caesar's Palace, she demanded Meyer's speakers and they had to rip everything out and put it in. Um, <laughs> And George Lucas over at Skywalker Ranch uses Meyer Sound and just put it in his theater up there now. Oh, dang. And yeah, and uh, one of the gentlemen who worked at Meyer's, I mean, excuse me, works at Skywalker Ranch, uh, lives in Orinda, and he did the final test uh, last night. Uh, <sighs> To our system, and it is uh, truly amazing. If it's good enough for um, Celine and George Lucas, wow. I think it's okay with uh, with the Arinda Theater. But it, it is incredible. Oh my God! Um, okay, so, so what movie are you going to christen the system with? What are you we, showing in that we theater? We're bringing back Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. So, to really showcase the sound, and it's it's very very exciting, and it's something that's always bothered me yeah there's such a huge auditorium in there and yeah. uh, the sound was just like oh, okay but now uh went from six around speakers to 18 oh my so. god it's gonna shake the seats <laughs> when we get to those big flying scenes yeah yeah and, and the one thing is is like these speakers are like a fourth the size of the old ones you know i mean and they're <laughs> truly in the, the grooves of the, the ceiling you know you don't even see them wow incredible and you know i mean yesterday just watching the guy from you know skywalker ranch sitting in the middle of the theater <laughs> and just said no this
this one tweak it a little bit. No, this one over here, and it got these gauges and doing because <sighs> what Myers is, 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 they call it the, you know the pure sound. And that's why when you go to a concert, mm-hmm. they always have it where no matter what seat you're in, you hear the same thing. Wow. So, I mean, we're just like so fortunate that you know Myers has you know helped us in this endeavor. But I mean, but re- rewiring an 80 year old building for this <laughs> kind of new technology wasn't cheap. But anyway, so it's all yeah. good. And, well, yeah. congratulations on finally getting it installed. If you want to see Top Gun Maverick with the new sound <laughs> system, ArindaMovies.com. Derek, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Stream the box officer now at KKIQ.com and Apple and Google Podcasts.